yourself under my protection. Big man in a suit of armor. Take that off, what are you? What's but a smile on that face? I'm touching myself tonight. How could a woman possibly fight you? this? There are two things I want to do. I want an American cheeseburger. Ah, 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 ah. Valtrin Network. <laughs> What's up, guys? And welcome to the DC vs. Marvel podcast, where we talk about the latest DC and Marvel movie news. My name is Uz, and I'm your regular DC fanboy. And once again, in the red corner, representing Marvel Comics, is my boy, Ed. Ed Antonio. I'm good, sir. <laughs> wonderful. Yeah. Yeah, that's good, man. That's good. So, yeah, uh, I, as we all know, Ed's literally is the network, man. He's like, he is the guy that holds a lot together, man. So we've got so much stuff to talk about uh, today. It's crazy, man. Sometimes, like, you come in a you come in a week and it's just like nothing and this week it's just crazy man so we're, we might as well just get straight into it you know what i mean so um so we, we would usually start on the big stuff kind of in the middle but uh let's go into the what if episode was this the finale i i don't know was this the last one or was this yeah i think i'm pretty sure it was yeah yeah because it seemed it me like doubt it you now but i'm pretty sure yeah this is the end of it it seemed like it because there was a lot of people kind of coming yeah, yeah. back and stuff. Yeah, so they it, tied it everything been, up, right? Yeah, they yeah. tied it up, got him trapped in that little bubble universe thing. Yeah, yeah. You know the you know the um, the, the maker of uh, of what if is getting hate mail sent to him uh, from uh, from like real like you know crazy MCU fans saying you killed Tony Stark like you oh, keep killing Tony Stark. Man, what is wrong with <laughs> yeah. these people? It's like it's like it's a program, mate. Come on, and it's an animated one at that. Like what? Exactly, exactly. It's just oh, oh people, just... we just gotta give up, man. I swear, we need a mass cult. I believe in this. <laughs> we need just to just identify the problems and just cut them out like a disease and just be like, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. So it's like you're. That's more like a selective Thanos, right? That's like yeah, a, yeah. That's you like physically pick out the idiots. There's some people that just ain't got no sense, and anybody below the age of twenty, above the age of above the age of ten, just just start again. Just write it off. <laughs> you know, you know. I actually back in back in the day, I actually did a did like a, a trench episode when we had the previous podcast of this, and I was like, why Thanos is wrong, right? And the reason why I said he's wrong is his like his mission was to stop like basically cut like 50% of all the life in the universe right mm. but but what if because it's at random what if he got rid of all the farmers in the whole world like because he's doing it at random right so imagine every farmer in the whole world just disappears right then that planet's gonna just get destroyed right because no right, yeah, everyone's, right? everyone's gonna know what to do and stuff what if all the all the you know all the electrical engineers go all of that kind of stuff you just basically you know he's because he's so non-selective he's actually condemning the planet as opposed to like enhancing it you know what i mean it's actually making it worse you know so i stand um, by the great thanos's decision i I still stand by he's a true hero of uh, a true low mcu badly (laughs) badly portrayed at the very end badly badly portrayed yes daughters who he raised lovingly Badly portrayed. Well, you know, uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, you seen James Bond now, have you? Have you seen James yeah, Bond? Or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so you know, the villain in that is kind of like 
he's he he's like he he thinks he's Thanos, right? So he's kind of like without the power. This, without, yeah. yeah. So he's kind of like he kind of like creates this thing, so he can just cull anybody from like certain genetic code, code and just release. Dude, you it don't the think planet. they're actually working on that in labs to be able to target? Oh, oh definitely. DNA strands. You know definitely. that's one of the first things they got into, probably from the war times. They was they were trying to figure oh, it out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Now now they've got to that thing where they probably did it from like blood type or something back in those yeah, days. That's uh, it. And now it's like, oh, can we release something that you know uh, is basically going to target? suddenly there's a mysterious new disease that only seems to be affecting africans because that's always where they kind of test a lot of this stuff mm-hmm, then mm-hmm. you know then suddenly everybody start moving into africa and we have whole new cities of yeah you know, yeah the new results yeah or do they call it gentr- gentrify gentrification. yeah an entire continent you know it <laughs> Gentrification. I, I actually, I, I work, I work in uh, in East London, and I went to um, I went to Whitechapel like the other week, right? And I was like, "What the hell has happened to this place, man?" There's like, there's like all these like, um, all these like, um, what's it called like hippies and like these kind of like, hipsters, yeah. Mil- yeah, hipsters. That's what they call it, hipsters, right? All these like coffee shops and like like goths walking around. <laughs> I was like, what has happened to this place, man? It's like so random. Like I just it was is is weird to me because it wasn't like, you know, when you know, uh when I used to go to university around there, what it was like is very, very different. Um yeah. gentrified, like literally one street, but the rest of it they stayed the same. Still like a mess. One, yeah. Well, yeah, it's still a mess, but one street has been gentrified and that's and that's it. Um but yeah, uh, this isn't a geography podcast, so we'll um, yeah. <laughs> humanities humanities podcast. Even even though that would be interesting. So um, I, I think I, I wrote down the wrong thing because I wrote "What if the Watcher intervened?" But it's actually "What if the Watcher broke his oath" or something, right? Yeah. Bro- broke his oath. So so this is obviously like an interesting one. And it'd be, I, you know, what we were saying last week, like um, I think you said Mo didn't like it because it didn't tie stuff together i think he felt What's like it kind of... didn't matter i haven't spoke to him since this one has aired mm-hmm. but yeah i had fun with this one because it just this makes is... everything a lot more worth it that we've seen so far and it was like okay okay and bringing all of these this messed up version of uh the avengers what they call them the guardians of the in what, what do they call them i can't remember I like can't multiverse remember. or something but yeah it was uh yeah guardians of the multiverse or something like that yeah but yeah, is, <laughs> everyone who killed Mongo was not gonna be trusted though. Come on. No, 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 no. Definitely not. Definitely not. Even a interesting... should have known that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the, it's interesting because they're kind of like, even though they're different, they're still almost the same kind. Yeah. So like, yeah. you know, even though Thor is is different, more in, of an idiot. You know, yeah. yeah, he's still is yeah. like Thor kind of thing. So so and obviously Killmonger still got that. It's still, it's still got those yeah. kind of traits and stuff like that there basically um yeah just uh just i i i enjoyed it but i think it was um i think this is more like if you're a big mcu fan you probably would have liked it a lot more mm. i guess uh you know when you've seen certain things like uh natasha uh, you know things like that i guess you probably probably thinking yeah. this is mcu specific because yeah, well, like Natasha was meant to be like a bigger deal, kind of way to keep mm. her around a little longer. Probably because they knew the film would be out around the same time as well. So I figured, okay, yeah, yeah, there's people gonna be loving Black Widow right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, yeah, yeah. It's still fun. 
I actually wish. Interesting. I wished Ant Man head would have been the true savior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that that was what we were talking about last (laughs) week, right? That would have that have been way better. But um, but yeah, it's 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 a satisfying conclusion enough. You know, it's not um, you know, it's not. Is it one of those things you think that in a few years' time you might watch again, or is it just like maybe out of a couple of years, maybe out of curiosity, and I'm like, oh yeah, remember that show? Let me uh, see what that what was about. I think I think it all in it, you know, say like in you can yeah, watch all in, in one maybe, go as well because they were pretty yeah, short. Yeah, yeah, so might be even the more satisfying ride if you just kind of watch a bunch of them in bulk. I think it's one of those things in like five, ten years time. It will be, uh, it'll be one of those things where you're just like, oh yeah, let me just check out this whole, you know, this whole thing there again yeah, because it's kind five of five seasons of yeah, all five <laughs> every uh, yeah, literally every single episode of it is it. Was, it was, you know, it was it was, um, it was good enough. I kind of uh, over the last few episodes, I got quite used to the uh, to the animation style and stuff like that there as well. So that's no longer really no longer really bugging me. But the the thing is, like sometimes when I watch some of these things, it's like um, I have to go and like the like the watcher. I'm like I'm sure I saw that guy. He was like standing around with Stanley. Like I'm sure he yeah, was Stan there was like a and, couple of them. There was a yeah, and there and and I'm I was like I'm sure it's that because he looks like a guardian basically, right? But then I, you know, uh, in from from DC, but then I was just like, let me just go and read up again about it because I haven't watched like MCU films for a long time, so so I was like, let me just double check who this dude is. Um, mm. But yeah, it's all the all the other stuff. Obviously, you you, you know you recognize and um, and yeah, it was uh, it was entertaining. Um, and yeah, it's, it doesn't take much of your time out either. So oh, it's uh... what it, I think it's this is. I think the whole series of this is one of those like, come home from school and watch yes. an episode shows. It would have been perfect for that on like a wee day at like four thirty or something. Yeah, yeah. Come home, watch that. Have your dinner straight after. It's yeah. like it's like one of those one of those little things. It works really well like that. So yeah, overall, what would you rate this series as? I give it a solid three and a half. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, I'd say I'd say about the same. Like you know, watchable, uh, yeah. decent. You know, it's kind of like kind of like any of these any of these shows. Like you know, we we really kind of like put certain like cartoons, like you know, eighties nineties cartoons on this like pedestal, basically, right? Yeah, but um, most of them are bad when you go back. And, and sometimes, watch them. yeah, sometimes you go back and you watch them and they're like quite ropey. I, I tried, um, man. I tried with He Man. I was like, I think it was on Netflix a while back, and I was like, oh, okay, okay, I'm gonna sit, I'm gonna binge <laughs> all of the He Mans. I made it through two episodes. I was like, this is. Travis, what is this? <laughs> this is I did, what I remember. I, I did the same with Thundercats, man. I that watched Thundercats cool. and I was like, I was like, what is this writing? Like, seriously. Yeah, like, I used to think like this is the greatest show it's ever. It's like the writing is just atrocious. So, I, kids have thing, no like, taste. It just shows you kids are stupid. They don't know what the hell's good for them. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. And that, <laughs> that, and that's why I'm bringing this up because I'm kind of saying like, you know, this, this show is like, you know, we might look at it and we're looking at it with our kind of eyes there right now. Mm. But really, you got to look at it at more of like that, you know, uh, probably 12 to 16 or so kind of bracket um, and be thinking, okay, uh, would you would you enjoy kind of watching this just a little 
kind of thing like you know just with your with your snack after school or just like you know in in the background while you're you know um you know while you're just sitting around chilling and stuff like that and it it, it works and it's better writing than any of those oh, yeah. 80s 90s stuff that you know that we hold up on the pedestal because we love so much so i think in in five ten years time this will be held up at to almost the same level i, I you know and i, I think for some people that's going to sound as as blasphemy right but it always i is. think it's it's always is even the things which it's it's weird now when i hear someone who's like 20 years old talking about what they were watching at 10 that they consider mm. just transcending and i think that was literally the other day 10 years ago yeah. right? and it's <laughs> just some throwaway crappy film or tv show or something mm-hmm. that or a song like a Drake song. And I think Drake's only been around for two minutes. What the hell? But no, he's been around for like 12 years now. People have grown up with him. And now he's there. What Michael Jackson or Prince was for our generation. I'm like, wow, <laughs> that makes no sense. But that's how it goes, man. Every generation. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. So I think this is going to be for the for the MCU generation. It's going to be the big thing. Because I was, I was looking... When, when I was doing this and I had this kind of thought, I was looking around at the kind of stuff that is out there at the moment and trying to like compare certain things. And it's like, okay, you've got a lot of the, um, of the Marvel kind of, you know, cartoons and stuff like that. But generally, there's not a great deal of, you know, cartoons that are out. Well, there that is. kind of compare. There is. It's just not Western. It's all Yeah, anime. apart, apart all from anime avatar you know that last airbender kind of thing i guess is, is like everybody uh, and naruto and you know, like yeah. the legit stuff that they seem to love now it's it's like the biggest even with the, i don't know if we think we touched on it a little while ago but even with the books you know western marvel dc they're not the top selling comic books anymore even in the west it's yeah anger it's like um it's like you know um there's this there's this show on uh, on Netflix and um, and it's called Guardians. Oh, what is it called? Uh, I can't. It's Guardians of something. I can't remember. It's basically made by Guillermo del Toro, and um, and it's got like four seasons. And there's also one which is like a magician's version. Mm. And there's also one uh, that they've now just made. It's like a film version. And um, and this show, right? all the kids like literally like love it watch it they all talk about it right and it's one of those things that if you said to somebody what is this show you wouldn't you wouldn't know unless you went onto kids netflix and actually like had a look for it you would have no idea and that's why like you know when i put in the group that i said um when i was talking about the he-man the other he-man yeah that's made by the same people that make that guardians thing and it's the same animation and all that kind of stuff and that's why i was thinking that that a lot of kids are gonna end up watching that basically so um yeah it's 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 weird man but we need to bring them back to to marvel dc (laughs) (laughs) how they need to stop with the bullshit then man they need to stop rebooting things every two minutes they need to Stop yeah, with the, yeah, the, yeah. The, being scared to say or do oh, come on man it's too late it's done it's gone it's over let's accept it yeah um have you watched any more titans episodes you put me said... off <laughs> like, i kept meaning to just go back and watch more but then because you kept saying how much you hate it and how much it sucks and i was i was like enjoying it enough but not to the point where I was like, I can't wait to watch the next episode. That I kind of would just put, yeah, I'm not really in the mood to watch this now. It's kind of like with Why the Last Man. I gave that another episode a go, and I'm like, this is not 
good. I don't want to watch this anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, I haven't watched any more after that time when I told you, like, you know, uh, you know, about, um, yeah. about how bad I hated it. But then uh, I, there's a couple of like um, YouTubers who I watch who kind of just, you know, do summaries and stuff like that. And then they did a summary of the, of the latest episode. And I thought, okay, fine. This sounds kind of all right. Let me check it out. And then I watched it and I just realized why I hate Titans so much. <laughs> like why sure. I, the reason why I hate it is basically this, right? Okay. If you've got the essence of essence of the teen Titans in effect, mm-hmm. and the thing that makes it interesting and cool and, and funny and things like that in the, in the comic books and the cartoons and all that kind of stuff is all of that is missing in this show right mm-hmm. and what they've done is is that they've tried to make it like oh we're so cool and edgy and and like oh nightwing and and uh, and and uh, red hood use the f word all the time it's like it just it's just really to me it's like you're trying to be too cool too edgy to like look at us it like does kind of seem thing. to be a bit try hard doesn't it it is yeah exactly it's that's that's exactly the word i was looking for it is too it's way too try hard um you know it's like there's one part when you know um uh you had starfire and she's talking to uh she's you know she's talking to nightwing and and they they basically in that conversation it's probably about four or five minutes said like the f word about <laughs> 10 times right and i'm like okay you're just basically doing it to say like oh we're edgy we're titans we're you basically ruin the essence of what the titans actually is and basically then just makes the show uninteresting for example i you know like um uh you know rise of skywalker right yeah okay so in rise of skywalker you basically have chewbacca spoilers guys if you haven't seen it but don't see this film um in chewbacca (laughs) chewbacca they think he's died right yeah. And then in the next, and everybody's like, what? What the hell? Chewbacca got killed. In the next scene, we as the audience see him alive, right? Mm. Literally the next scene. So it's like, oh, we didn't actually die. Okay. Well, you know, it's the same kind of thing with this. You have basically Jason Todd, who they obviously took a lot of effort in. Like I sent you the photo of the, yeah. of, you know, what happened to his face when Joker's smashing it, smashing it in and stuff. They, they basically have that. And literally with two scenes later, he's in the Lazarus pit right and it's like that was i did feel like that should have been a season gap from him dying to him coming back not just literally used to happen like two episodes later it was just yeah it just there wasn't any you didn't feel the stakes it wasn't missing enough yeah they haven't they haven't you know they haven't let it kind of you know let it settle in and be like you know what happened to him and all that kind of stuff it was just yeah i just i just can't i just can't watch it's just it's just unwatchable for me to be honest so i think um, the show lost something when it killed wonder girl and um it lost that was the magic chick that they had in season one or two uh raven yeah losing those characters they they kind of had, they kept a certain amount of that camaraderie together with everybody. Mm. And once they all went, everyone just kind of felt, you know, yeah. they were really on the same page. So yeah, you don't yeah. really have that feeling of that sort of group, that gang of just kind of doing their things, just improvising, trying to be super, to compete with the uh, Justice League. But yeah, nah. 
yeah it's just it's just a poor quality show basically so just uh i I hope it dies a death but it does have some people who are like huge fans of it but i just honestly i can't stand it anymore Um, did you uh, watch injustice i did watch injustice i actually watched it today on the on the big screen again so i kind of i I watched it yeah so i watched it on uh i watched on pc um and then i was like um Basically, like my, you know, my wife took the kids out there today, so I just like I'm gonna go and put it, put it on the main screen, and then watch. And he's enjoying himself. Um, yeah, just like put it loud as possible because there's nobody in the house and blah blah. And uh, yeah, man, um, I don't know, I don't know what it is, but uh, I really like this, and I kind it of is good. I yeah, I, uh, I've yeah. I was gonna say one issue. On I enjoyed it. I was actually surprised how much I liked it it's been a little minute since I enjoyed one of these as much as I did but they kind of dealt with the what they didn't deal with the flash dying it was like Mm -hmm. (laughs) he died no one gave a shit he just kind of got his head cut off and I figured okay there has to be a reason why they're not no one's talking about it maybe he'll just pop up again and it'll be all right apparently he's dead and no one cares no one cares about flash in this world yeah 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 it was it was that was a that was a funny that was a funny day. i didn't even actually think about that until you now said it like literally he just he just kind of died like that you know um previously when we we're talking i was kind of a little bit worried that they um that they made it that uh joker killed lois right and yeah. then you know um obviously the, the in in this it does follow the comic book thing that basically he you know he gets tricked um you know into doing this now the thing is i you know i'm obviously i'm part of a lot of dc forums and stuff like that just to kind of gauge and the way things are um this is getting a lot of mixed reviews because there are a lot of people saying this is nothing you know it's not as good as the comic book well of course because it's only (sighs) one hour 15 minutes exactly the comic book has got like you know year one two three going up to year five right so so basically like some people just See, these would be part of that call I was talking about. If people that just can't, don't have the sense to figure out that you can't adapt something that's been going on for years into something that's been on an hour and a half and it, to have the same stakes and storytelling. Come on, come on. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that and that's the thing. Like, um, they obviously, they tried to put as much of the comic book stuff in the, yeah, uh, in the film as much as possible. And because of that, there's one thing that kind of, for me, I, I haven't seen it twice now, it doesn't really fit massively well and that's nightwing turning into dead man which is obviously a main mm. part of the comic book yeah. but kind of to me it's just like uh, you could have cut that scene out and put yeah. something else in there um obviously the thing is i think the thing is for him is is so that uh you know that is basically the the um the arc of damien in effect so damien has his arc that basically he finally learns to listen to nightwing and you know not be so arrogant about it and stuff like that I thought it was um, going to be a bigger deal when I saw, like, yeah. uh, you know, that God say, "I'm going to give you my powers. Like, you're going to be re- remade, and yeah, like, you're yeah, going to have yeah, my yeah. powers." On the holy shit, this guy's going to be like, oh, just like he's going to be on Superman level. He's going to be fighting Superman. Like, no, he's just a ghost. Literally, yeah. her powers translate to him just to being a ghost and possessing people. And she said, "My knowledge and everything." It so it's did like, nothing. It's like, what knowledge? What knowledge did you have? It like, literally nothing. Nothing. All he did, all he basically did was possess David and told him to sweep the leg, basically. That, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> and short circuit the... cyborg. 
that was that was literally the that was literally the mission and you know dead man could have done that anyway um yeah. but I, yeah but that that kind of was a bit weird um the the animation style i don't know whether it was because of my cough copy and guys i have ordered the you know i have ordered the uh the steel book <laughs> so don't worry it's not I'm not you know <laughs> i'm not taking money out of dc's pocket but basically um animation style i'm i wasn't quite sure about one of the things i get i certain things i see and if i see it once it'll bug me for the rest of the time you you know me like that you know basically certain things so the one thing that i saw was um the knuckles on all of these characters yeah that little black line and i had no idea what the fuck they wearing knuckle dusters or something like no it's just yeah yeah And it just annoyed me for the whole thing. Like all the characters had this black line knuckles, yeah, which is weird. so so annoying. Um, also, I just thought like the choice of voice actor for Joker, they should have they should have either gone for Hamill or um, you know or, or for one of the other guys. This guy was kind of like it's okay, but but you know I wasn't you know I, I wasn't. I get what I don't always want to go to Hamill, and he probably costs so much, so much, so much at this point. Um, yeah, yeah, no, I thought he was fine. I didn't, it didn't really stand out to me as being a big problem. Yeah, and this is the thing they they answered obviously a lot of the stuff that I, one they always do this in the animated stuff, right? Mm. It's kind of like they seem to gauge the the thought processes of, of the fans that are kind of going on at the moment. So, you know, obviously the Justice League film kind of came yeah. out and, you know, everybody's talking about how, like, um, how, oh, you know, Batman kills and blah, blah. And, you know, it's like, yeah. this is not, this is not real. You know, this is not what happens. And then the thing is, is that they answer it again in this, in this animated, that it's like, uh, he doesn't murder. It's about, mm. it's about murder. It's about the intention, basically, of, yeah. of what you're doing and stuff, right? Um, and the fact that it doesn't, the reason why, um, he it's in, uh, he knows that basically he can go, he can capture the Riddler, the Joker, Clayface, whatever. They get chucked in Arkham Asylum. They escape. It's he has to do it again, again and mm. again and again, because basically he trusts that process of law that that process of law has to be followed, right? Um, because once you start taking the law onto yourself, you become kind yeah. of above that. Yeah. So, so the interesting thing was with Superman. Obviously, he was you know he kind of took the law into his own hands um and the one 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 of the scenes is like basically like from revenge of the sith style basically where he just goes and just murders these children oh my god yeah the club <laughs> Jesus. yeah i was cheering for that one but no 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 sis it was uh, <laughs> cheering <laughs> but yeah that, that, you know i was actually really bummed watching this that cuz i know that Zach wanted to incorporate some of this stuff into the films of having, you know, Superman fall, fall from grace because of the death of Lois and, you know, and then it, then eventually it would have culminated into a flashpoint maybe to kind of redo everything. And it's a shame that we can't have any of this in live action now, that they're just kind of jumping straight to flashpoint to try and just fix the mess that's happened because of their non-commitment or Warner Brothers' non-commitment. So. I, think, I think the problem is because there's, there's always two groups of people you've got to think about. You've got to think about... Yeah. 
um, you know, the general public who are the main people who watch these films mm-hmm. and also the um, traditionalists. Uh, you know, yeah, the, the people who read the comic books. So, you know, I don't have an in-depth knowledge of Injustice. I kind of, I know the story. I haven't even got it. I haven't even got the collection. I should actually get it myself. But basically, like, you know, uh, the average person wouldn't know that. They only know Christopher Reeve, right? So you put Superman as anything else apart from that template, right? Then it's like, oh, it's wrong. This isn't Superman. It's like that. And then the talking heads just go off. But that's on. the problem with the films is that it should have been a gradual descent or fast or not. But we should have started with that, you know, Christopher Reeve level, which kind of man is still didn't quite nail, even though I like Cavill. But yeah, it should have been that descent. Then people would have accepted it because they would have seen that version and then seen that corruption and the heartbreak of what happened. And then you could get rewarded at the very end with seeing the other version of Super. I like that mm-hmm. when the other version came through. And still got his ass kicked because he wasn't willing to commit to really releasing his full power to actually hurt him. Mm. So good. So that he got his ass kicked because of that. Which they should sense. have... Well, that's the thing. They should have had Man of Steel. They're Man of Steel 2 to show like how much of a good guy he is how yeah, like you yeah, know and then he should have hooked up with Lois in that one not yes. five minutes in the first one yeah 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 and the thing is um I don't know but Lois should have played hard to get if you if you yeah. kind of get me like I kind of feel like Margot Kidder like you know played hard to get with you know with Clark for a long flipping time right yeah. uh, yeah, her, her Lois and the Terry Hatcher one with with Dean Kane Superman just thought that Clark was an idiot, basically. Yeah. She just like didn't like him at all. Um, and you know, I, I think all of that kind of stuff of that that long-term development was missed. And then because of that, um, you know, when you have uh when you have his fall from grace, it's like, okay, well, he hasn't reached a height yet. So he's coming from a middle point. You know, um, if you had if you had him, you know, th- this is the thing. Like, you know, you can show stuff visually, so you can say, okay, there's somebody on a building is flooded. He saved them. Oh, okay, he saved this. He saved this ship. People need to be shown like literally a 20 minute scene of him saving somebody, doing this, chipping to one place, all that yeah. kind of stuff. And you could say, yeah, but they showed it in that. But look, this is the general public. You have to show them more. You have to show them to, you know. To... Solid montage, man. Give me a good solid yeah. montage of him just going around the world. It's happened. All these people doing this, that, and the other. Yeah. It's like that. that. It's like the, you know, in, like in Rocky, right? In the Rocky mm. fight. Okay. So he spends, you spend most of your time getting to know Rocky. And the fight is literally right at the end, right? You literally spend most exactly. of the time getting to know him, getting to know his relationship with his wife, his trainer. And then it's kind of like, okay, I, I like this guy. But even by the time he's fighting like the big guns when he's in like Rocky 3, Rocky 4, that kind of stuff, you already had like two long films where it's kind of describing his whole life and all that yeah. kind of stuff. You need, to, you need to have that, man. And people, I think people get too complacent with characters like superman to say oh everybody knows superman anyway so we don't need to show this and this but but you kind of do you know what i mean so um so yeah so that uh that i i, I enjoy man i i would probably give that four four out of five yeah uh i would say um and i'm yeah uh, four yeah. out of five yeah because i've seen it the second time i saw it i kind of yeah <laughs> I, I liked it even more but only because um i just i i just found just the story the way that they'd tried to condense you know years one to three of injustice um i just thought was just really good in like one hour 18 minutes yeah 
crazy. I don't get you why know. they handcuffed themselves to that. Is there some other loop reason why they don't want to go? Because maybe it will cross into feature territory. Mm. Maybe there's some other financial issues there that they have to give on all yeah. actors or somebody more money because of that. Like there has to be some reason why they always cut it off before that feature. Before level. that point, it's literally yeah. before what less literally like less than one hour 25 it's yeah. like one hour 25 or le- like the longest one gets to like one hour 25 like 75 minutes or whatever but i don't know whether it's um because they plan you know to sh- it's not as if they kind of like put them on you know cartoon network and stuff like that and then mm. it's like you know just it, they these are like straight to video you know releases yeah. kind of thing so there's no reason why they can they should handcuff themselves to that but maybe yeah, we have no i guess so and maybe we have no idea how much these things cost to make uh like they're probably you know um the animation probably takes quite a long time and they because yeah. they want to bang out as many of these as they can per year it might be it might be that i don't i don't know um so uh, well let's just keep with dc with the moment um I I got to listen to Sandman 2, but not the whole thing. I'm up to chapter episode 11 now, basically. What's happening there? So uh, in episode 11, um, there's a guy. So the one just before this is basically a guy who claimed himself to be the emperor of the United States, right? Ah, yes. um, (laughs) True story, by the way. Uh, It's a true story. True story. You look up that. It was a real bad Okay. Uh, he claimed to be the emperor of the United States. So, um, guys, if you haven't listened to this, um, first go listen to the first Sandman because that I think is going to help you when the yeah. Sandman film, uh, Sandman series comes out there. But in this one, um, basically, what, okay, how can I uh, now? If you haven't listened to the first one, <laughs> start, pause here, listen to it, <laughs> eleven hours of it, and then come back to this part, right? Because I'm just going to give you a little spoiler. So. Basically, um, what happened was that Sandman has, there's like an A plot and multiple B plots in this, similar to the way that it was in the in the previous one. Um, and in the previous one, basically, like Sandman, um, he uh, he has an has uh, a relationship with a an African queen um, back about ten thousand years ago. Yeah, and he says to her to come and basically live by his side as his queen in effect in the dreamland and she's like nah mate um so he can't live her. and he's he like well her. yeah <laughs> one of them guys you see in the club that get rejected and ends up screaming at the women he's one of them yeah <laughs> screw you yeah, i'm banishing you're you going to hell. to hell exactly but he can actually do it he can yeah. actually and that's where she ended up and oh, it took man. someone pointing it out for him to be like so i overreacted yeah <laughs> Yeah, exactly, exactly. And and this is the thing, like Death, who is the one who takes souls all the time, yeah. points it out to him like, I think, yeah, that's a little bit out of order. You know it took 10,000 years or more for um, someone to have that conversation. <laughs> yeah, so then he decides 10,000 years later, oh, I'm going to go to to hell to kind of, you know, get um get this uh, this African queen back um and uh and you know just free her basically um and yeah that's the main that's the main kind of you know yeah, uh, yeah, plot of it but it's never as simple as it sounds it's yeah, never as simple as it sounds um lucifer's up to something 
Yeah, Lucifer's up to something. Um, you know, there are a number of demons that get involved there later on. Every um, god and deity you can almost think of pops up yeah. somewhere or another. Yeah. So so one, one of the things that bug me about that is bloody Thor and Odin having um Scottish accents, right? It's like I, so I was thinking why? weird. I was thinking that it's kind of weird because yeah it would more make sense if you gave him like a nordic like viking sort of accent but then i kind of yeah it's kind of pagan-ish actually no it don't really make sense no you're right it doesn't well really they're celtic sense. then aren't they they'll be celtic yeah. or something i guess but yeah um you know guys i guess the thing is that me and ed's can't really discuss this without going into yeah we don't want to so, ruin it because people should so, listen to this because they are good they make they is, put in a lot of work into these and they yeah they're good. It is it is really good. So what I'm gonna do there now is I'm gonna say spoiler alert now, and I'm gonna put in the in the description a time code for you to avoid this part so you can go and skip to the skip to the next bit because th- this show basically has so many interesting things in it. Um that it's it's kind of like um uh, what was that um the the old guard right the old guard where they're kind of you know they're made on netflix or whatever and it's kind of like oh, yeah. they're going through history and yeah. you know they affect certain history and stuff like that yeah this is kind of similar that basically you've got um dream desire destiny despair who else death i can't remember yeah, the other two i always forget the yeah. other two but basically those lot are always there and they're all kind of um, trying to, you know, influencing the lives of, of different people and, the, you know, um, the, the, the way that kind of goes. Um, one of the bits that I really liked in this, I don't know what you feel about it, was the episode where all these demons are coming up to, to Dream and asking him, um, this is the reason why we should rule. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. I really, I love that episode so, so cool. much, man. It was just like <laughs> chaos. A... Chaos was like scary, man. A little girl. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Give and it I, to I, us because we want it. Give it to us. So, yeah, exactly. Whoa. Exactly. Like literally the typical scary little girl from, uh, you know, from or from every horror movie or whatever. Yeah. I was, I, so, so basically I was, um, I was driving uh to work and i was basically i was late so i actually picked up like a coffee and a, and a croissant on the way right so, so i'm munching my munching the croissant having, having my little you know coffee and stuff while i'm driving i listen to this thing and then like literally the most probably the most disgusting uh sex scene i've ever heard of <laughs> In my entire life, <laughs> the spider chick, <laughs> the sp- oh, spiders, yeah. and that, oh, and the Azazel with his flipping multiple man. No, yeah. what's his name? The other guy, what's his name? Cora, uh, Cora, Cora Flon, or something like that. Cora, yeah, that was the guy. So she is with him, and then obviously, then Azazel comes, and yeah. it was just wrong, man. I was just Crazy. like, oh, this is so. I, I love the voice of Azazel, though, man. He was cool, and it's the oh, description I, that he's kind of just a hole in space that people could like yeah. enter into, like with all these with, like, eyes wow. and stuff like that. It's just like it's just like so cool, man. Just the yeah, the description of everything just. Uh, just Same. amazing like i love the way that they've you know that um each episode is is crafted i love the fact that it has like you know one 
one main kind of storyline and then it and then it skips into the other ones there as well yeah. the, um, the little storylines are actually i feel better put together mm-hmm. than in the first one Way yeah more, more yeah because i you know kind of um so so there's the one with uh joanna constantine right yeah. and uh and that's it that's a good storyline um yeah, and obviously it's, it's got orpheus doing his bloody you know his his, his uh his shanty yeah. song and, <laughs> which which has literally ended up in my head for the rest of the day <laughs> what a, you know, uh which is uh which is brilliant apparently that guy this the guy from uh, bridgerton on netflix apparently that is it's him who sings okay. it. He's, it the, he's the singer was it um Liv Cow was guy. the one who was in that other story? Yeah, that I thought yeah. it was him. Yeah, was so him. John yeah. Lithgow's in it. Um, you know, uh, as as always, um, amazing cast. Yeah, as as always, you know, Professor X, um, you know, is doing really well doing you know doing the voice of Morpheus and stuff. And even even Cat Dennings is quite jokes as well as yeah. like uh, as uh, as death. Um so I kind of enjoyed that. Um the the other ones there I always kind of find interesting like despair and stuff like that. It's like they've really captured the way like mm. despair's voice would be or you know desire would just, desire just weird basically just like really just like <laughs> they ever explained why Cain and Abel are still stuck to be with around each other because it, it poor yeah. Abel just seems to be tormented. He looks at, he's basically in hell. Even though he's yeah, not yeah, in yeah. hell, he's in hell yeah. because he's constantly tormented by his brother for attorney. Yeah. He keeps eating yeah, children. Yeah. It was just, it, yeah, just bizarre. I don't know. They didn't don't say it in this, but really? um, but I don't know. I don't know too much about the the Bible story of Cain and Abel. But they kind of said something in this that he can go and retreat into his dream or something, and then um, you know, then he was kind of there, kind of forever, I guess. But um, but yeah, the um, the other episode that I really liked was when um, basically they had um. Uh, they the one after they um basically like they were asking morpheus like let's take over hell and stuff like that and then god basically sends down these angels yeah and uh and then he's like nah you're gonna have to rule yeah. that place right and they're like no no and oh. then they spend because they literally spend time in that place they suddenly become evil themselves like, they basically yeah they basically try and they convince themselves or one of them at least i think the other one just doesn't say anything he still kinda, he didn't say anything yeah shocked. but one of them basically <laughs> convinced themselves no this could be a good thing you can help rehabilitate them <laughs> yeah exactly and that guy's like they're like yeah we're torturing you because we love you that guy the guy is getting tortured like that makes it worse that makes it worse oh it's cracking up man just like this is just such a it's it's such a good audio but and the thing is is that obviously neil gaiman had huge influence in this right and you know he's uh he's actually yeah co-wrote it and that actually gives me hope for the Sandman series because mm. I kind of think he's heavily, yeah. uh, you know, he's heavily involved uh, in the series. So, um, unlike with a lot of books where the the writer narrates, he actually does a very good job of narrating all of this because he's got a good speaking voice. He doesn't waffle on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Head. He's got that kind of northern northern tone that works mm. quite, quite yeah. well with this kind of thing it, it's funny like you listen to this and i was thinking i swear this has got joanna lumley from 
um, from absolutely fabulous in this, right? He used to be a used to be in you know in in, in programs like in the in the yeah. in the nineties in the UK, and then I, I I kind of I you know I looked at it and I was like, she's actually at the voice cast, so they've wow. got like kind of who's who of like you know British voice actors yeah. in this. I've noticed. I don't know if you've got to the story yet with the women that go into that go after their friend. Okay, you haven't mm, got to that one no. yet. Yeah. One of the voices, like one of the guys from like a League of Gentlemen, I'm like, I recognize <laughs> your voice. I'm like, damn. So yeah, there's yeah, a whole bunch of mad ones. They've literally got like the you like the who's who of British kind of you know boy, uh, just acting full stop kind of thing. So um, you know you can see James McAvoy is having the time of his life just like yeah. just, just doing this, just like such a great great gig to have. You know, Bring on volume um, yeah. So your volume three probably definitely come out man so um i think i've i've um you know i uh, i've got to listen to the rest of it i've still got six hours left i'm like seven hours in there's still six hours left in this yeah. basically but it is if you guys Bing. commute anywhere like forget about watching films on your mobile that is not the way that you should be nah, doing it this put is, this on yeah. instead put this kind of stuff on instead this okay? is it. i think you've got two big stories left yeah Dream one with the women and um, the Middle East, an Arabic one. Yeah, which is, I think, the last one. It says something because I, I read the episode titles basically. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so let's go on to the biggest. Yeah, we're going to have news. to cut some of these out because we're going crazy long, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's, <laughs> let's we'll zip through some of these things there. Um, but basically, like, um, uh, let's go through the big news, which is uh, The Rock and his new. <laughs> You career. Now, uh, this is the thing, right? But I, when Ed said this, I was like, I was thinking, oh, it's a Black Adam promo, right? So I clicked straight <laughs> on it. And I was like, what the hell is this, man? It was, do you know what? This is what happens in life when you're surrounded by yes men, right? Yeah. Continuously, right? And you know, I know, you know, a lot of um, a lot of people, like if you go to go to like a, a married bloke or whatever right they'll be like oh yeah you know i get criticized about this criticized about that that's actually good yeah because basically you your wife your wife keeps you grounded right exactly. that is the whole point this is right you, this is the result of all of that positivity where he's convinced himself he could do anything but if you don't know what we're talking about there's a rapper called tech nine and the rocks for some reason has popped up on this guy it's not even like that does this massive you know multi-platinum artist he's like successful but in that sort of low level underground sort of way and the rock just suddenly just popped up on his track and he's rapping like a whole verse rapping yeah and and and, it, and it's the flow is horrible it's about drive it's about power we stay hungry we devour put in the work put in the hours and take what's ours like into morning in my veins my culture banging with strange i change the game so what's my motherfucking name what they're gonna get though desecration yeah, defamation it's it's bad it's bad well all right because uh, you know the thing is like um you know some i haven't listened to hip-hop for probably what since since the early 2000s right since university basically um 
so yeah so i don't know how much i'm missing but uh, you know i used to like you know like most people my generation listen to loads of hip-hop and stuff and you had some you know some artists who were lyrically just like super gifted Mm. Uh, you had other ones whose flow was like really really good and then you had other ones who could combine the lot who basically yeah. were the like elite level right so the kind of people the, the the kind of way that i kind of put it is you know you'd have somebody um like say say for example um like puff daddy right who has a decent flow yeah, even though his no, lyrics are not great no he just he's says that, ghost writers and he's he was never nah, nah. yeah no, but he it's just the way that he yeah, the way yeah. that he raps sounds okay. It's like competent. it's kind of like, you know, it's 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 decent level. And then you have people who you know who make, you know, fantastic lyrics and you know have have the flow there as well, like KRS one and the stuff like that. But then with this, I was listening to it and I was just thinking this is like somebody's dad, like <laughs> the rapper, a barbecue, like a really bad version. <laughs> like, you know, somebody, uh, somebody would probably bang this out at the, at the parent teacher. Beat. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. I just can't believe it still. <laughs> so, so uh, the, the reason why we're talking about this guys is because Ed's had this kind of theory, like, you know, before that can, it's going to be very difficult for the rock to get past this thing where he's just like, I am, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, I, I have to win everything. I have to be the best at everything. Um, and you know, with black Adam, is he going to be able to have that nuanced kind of character in it? And we were kind of doing, I don't know, because the, the rock is so up his own backside, basically that, you know, if he, he can't. He has to be the hero. So yeah. I think what we're going to end up with is... I did end up seeing Venom, by the way, but I'm still going to go see it with you guys. Mm-hmm. And you're going to end up with a situation where the Venom films are entertaining. Like, I, I like what Tom Hardy does. But there is a part of me that's like... But the Venom... I know there's different versions of the comics. He's anti-hero in some of them and the villain in others. But I grew up with Venom being a monster that everyone's mm-hmm. terrified of and this ruthless trying to kill everybody. And there's a part of me that just misses that, that this kind of hero version mm-hmm. is ent- kind of pretty entertaining as it can be. Still kind of leaves me a bit, yeah, but I want, what's going to happen? Like, people are excited. Oh, what could happen if Venom and, you know, if he crosses over with Spider-Man, like, what's that going to be like? What can they really do? Because he's not really a villain. So he's a good guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like, ah. Yeah, I think that's the, the problem we've got with yeah, Black Adam. He's not going to be the villain he's supposed to be. He might do one or two little bad things here or there, but in the end, he's just going to be this little roguish hero. Yeah, because he basically does stuff to save his own people. Yeah. Um, but then the thing is, that everybody forgets is after that, you know, after you know Kandak has gone, like you know, thousands mm. of years ago, um, he is actually a full-on villain. Like, yeah. Like, you know, later on, he is he's like Shazam's enemy, basically, right? So, you know, this this is the kind of thing. Like, um, I I can't really see, you know, the 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 Rock 
doing that kind of thing um but yeah it's interesting you're saying about about venom there as well because i know this doesn't mean much but because i'm a member of so many of these forums i'm a member of uh, of comic collector forums and stuff like that um all of the guys are complaining that i, I it's a i think it's amazing spider-man 30 30 or 130 i'm not sure exactly which one um like the um the value of it has plummeted because oh. of venom one and venom two because the reviews are so bad right so um it's just i I, honestly like that you know this guy this one guy was like moaning because he's like um you know uh i he basically went and sold his um his uh uh, amazing spider-man something for like 450 dollars literally just after the first venom film came out and that was a lot less than you know what it should have gone for but he kind of wanted to sell it there anyway never thought about these films damaging the value of the comic books that's interesting yeah because space yeah i mean because the the comic book story is so different mm. i guess um i i mean if anything i would have thought it would have gone up because then it's like okay uh, if these things become popular then marvel might think let's make a series out of it um and then they get rid of the original venom comic which then becomes more popular but no according to these guys um the value went down and it's gone down even more now because of venom 2 wow. uh like literally the value of it is just is just you know falling off a cliff basically but this is the original i think it's the original one when venom turned up mm. like you know as the as the proper uh symbiote and stuff so yeah. um yeah I, I i don't know man i'm i next week there's dc fandom we're gonna see a sneak peek of uh of black adam i guess let's yeah. see what it's like i don't we know we got to I'm, see the costume and the costume doesn't look bad you know it looks it's pretty fine costume looks all right because these guys have learned their uh i think these guys have um have learned their um lesson because what they did was right was you know in between um in between Batman v Superman and Justice League, um, they changed um, from um, Ironhead Studios oh, yeah, to some yeah. random ass people. And the suits were just terrible. Like the, the actors couldn't even move in them properly and stuff like that. Now Ironhead Studios does literally everything. They even do them. They did the masks in Shang-Chi. They did the, you know, they, they, if you go to their Instagram, they're always putting up stuff like they did the suits. So, so they did the Black Adam suits, you know, they're the people who people go to, to get, you know, these crazy suits, basically. Do you, do you right? see the so, Birdman helmets as well? Uh, no. Well, did oh. they put that out recently or? The same guy that leaked that image of the suits just hanging there on the shelves. He leaked the helmets as well off. What oh, I was a Hawkman. Hawkman. Yeah, Hawkman. I just say Birdman. Yeah, Hawkman. Yeah. Oh, you would have seen it. I would have sent it to you. But yeah, you see them and they're, it looks like how it should look. I'm like, okay, it's recognizably the same. They didn't go crazy with making it abstract and thing. It's like, yeah, yeah, accurate. Yeah. Well, let, let's, you let's... as a DC guy will be very happy. I, d- I don't know. It's the it's the rock, man. It's just <laughs> like I just I the thing is I don't, I don't know what it is, but I find every film that he's in soulless. Yeah, I'm not interested. That like he's, he's asexual, soulless, vacuous. Yeah, movie star. I just, I just find them just like you know whatever role he plays, whatever film it is, however exciting the action is. You know, and I've seen loads of films with them in. I just find it just like 
there's yeah. nothing there it's like no it's like you know he might be he could do he could go and do commando for example and do exactly the same thing that Arnold Schwarzenegger did throughout the entire film, right? Exactly the same scenes, be more built than he was, etc. cetera. Yeah. And it would just seem like the most boring, most pathetic film ever. This is ever. the thing. People always say that he has this amazing charisma, which is why he's successful. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he is successful, making a shit ton of money. That's always the thing people would jump for. Well, he's so much more richer than you. That means, you know, can't be a loser. But I don't find his charisma compelling. And the reason why I said asexual is because whenever he's with a woman on screen, there is never any chemistry oh, there. It's mm-hmm, always the mm-hmm. flattest thing. Like, it's just so strange. Yeah, it literally looks like he, you know, uh, there's always, oh, he's a family man. It's like, it doesn't really look like it. No. Like, it's like, that doesn't look like his, his kids or his wife or it's just, it, I just find it bizarre. There's certain scenes that probably like, if you looked at and there was somebody else who, who was doing it, you'd think, wow, this is quite crazy. There's one scene in a film called Skyscraper where he literally he's holding two chains and, he's, and there's a bridge on either side. Dude. And it's, it's so ridiculous, right? It's such a ridiculous scene. But I was watching it just feeling bored. Like, uh, you know, even San Andreas, people rave about San Andreas. San Andreas was amazing. Like, you know, nah, the only... The only thing that I find found the rock be entertaining in was um was this one scene in the other guys where him and Samuel Jackson <laughs> yeah. basically like are together. I, I just think maybe because Samuel Jackson was kind of you know making yeah. him seem better, right? And I feel that the whole that whole thing was way more aware of the ridiculousness of you know the whole situation and him what he was supposed to be just be this goofy cop that they end up committing suicide because they think they could jump yeah. into a bush <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah i think that's uh, that's the only thing that i've seen him in that i'll just like yeah this is you know this is good. i don't get the the charisma thing i think is in real life i think it's more like mm. if you hang up you know people are kind of bringing the real life to you know to the other bits there as well but in everything that i've seen him in it's just like wow this is just boring nice honestly like it's nice to meet a kindred spirit because I bring this up so much on the other podcast talking about the movies and I just get just accused of being a hater, which I am. But yeah, I just don't buy the nice guy. There's something hollow and evil behind that mask he wears. One day it will slip and everyone will see. The I, think he just, I think he just, he just believes too much and he basically has people going around him telling him how good he is all the time. Him? No. Oh, man. He watched the little the setup. He produces the whole film, by the way. About his okay, life. Okay. Basically, like Wonder Years. Him as a so kid sugar, growing up in wrestling. Coated, but the interviews, the interviews that set up each scene or each episode, it's just him. And he's like, I think he's either become the president or he's in the process of running to become president. And these interviews are like him just giving a look back on his life to get to this amazing position he's in. You just think, man, you just egotistical son of a bitch. And he probably will end up being president. Yeah, probably, probably will end up probably will probably will depends what depends what side he goes for right that is the yeah. that is the thing so um i'm just gonna quickly go through uh batman the world which i actually just received there this this uh weekend which basically is um is a comic book um uh, comic book adaptation where they they've got all these kind of different writers and artists from around the world there to make different chapters in this kind of you know um uh trade paperback basically um 
uh, it's pretty good. It's basically like, you know, very short, concise little stories within the Batman lore. Um, generally, the ones that are the best are basically the the Eastern European and the Turkish ones. Interesting. And the Japanese, Chinese, Korean, and the, um, what's the other one? Um, and the German one. They- the other ones there are all a little bit ropey. Um, yeah, the French one is terrible. The (laughs) Spanish one is just like, uh, it's just boring. The American one is like zero effort has been made in this whatsoever. Is there things in there where, as you're reading it, you can tell that there's cultural things significantly put in? Maybe maybe even not intentionally, but you can see how it's influenced the story. All All of them have that to some degree, apart from like the Spanish one, which could be anything, and the American one that could be anything. Um, the Japanese one is done very much in kind of like he's a wandering Ronin kind of thing. Um, the, um, the, the Turkish one is basically like um, he... Uh, you're probably not going to read this. So I'll just sort of kind of spoil it. Anyway. it. But basically what it is, is um, he's going around and he's trying to search for these kind of symbols. And he basically finds that um, that uh, this kind of shadowy organization are putting these kind of um, uh, these kind of chemicals in different places and they leave these eagle symbols around. Right. So, uh, so he kind of finds it, he ends up tracing it. The eagle symbols take him to different parts of Turkey because basically in Turkey, they have, um, they have these eagle symbols that have come from Abyssinia and all that kind of stuff, like these old, like proper old relics. So he goes to these different parts of Turkey and like, um, Nightwing makes this little joke about, oh, you're, you're Batman and you're going to Batman. In, in turkey kind of thing basically right <laughs> so you know this pathetic little joke like that but then then the thing is is that he ends up uncovering that in the west there's the court of the owls but in the east there's the court of the eagles right Ooh. and the court of the eagles basically runs the middle east right they're the ones who basically cover the middle east court of the owls cover america and that side and then the question is is there another court that covers the Far East? Yeah. Right? And that's the, you know, that's the, that's the kind of thing. Are so the, in the, the masks as cool as the eagle ones? Or as the owl ones? They kind of, yeah, they are. They are. They're just more like more of a beak. And they've got like, you know, uh, it, it looks very similar. But it's, you can tell it's slightly, slightly kind of different. Do they have talents um, as well? Um, do they have talents? No, they just show the guys with the mask, with the white mask. Yeah. But it's more of a beak on it. And this is Court of the Eagles, basically, right? Um, the German one is basically kind of a story about, uh, like, it occurs in Bavaria, like the, you know, like in the mountains, like that mm. very snowy kind of, like a werewolfy kind of story that is going on there. Um, like I said, the Japanese one is like a wandering Ronin. The Chinese one is is very much about their kind of history, and the Korean one is their kind of history there as well. Mm. Um, and the the Czech the Czech one is quite interesting because um, it's kind of going into like their um their kind of uh you know uh, their history of being like you know uh taken over by russia and stuff like that and um and how they need a batman there some of the stories that what they've done is they've just made it like um oh wherever you go um uh, we need a batman and this is you know, uh, he's fighting this and blah, blah, blah. And they've like made no effort whatsoever. Like it's literally like, 
oh, you need a Batman in this in this town. That mm-hmm. is it, right? And that's what's happened with the French one and the Spanish one and the American one and the Polish one. But all the others actually have little stories in them. So uh, it's fifty percent of it is pretty decent. Okay. The other fifty percent is a bit ropey. Um, so is, is yeah. the Chinese one anything like that animated short that came out years ago? You ever remember that? It was like a little animated short, but it was China. Chinese specific, like with Kung Fu, and it was and there was Catwoman in there, and it was so cool. And I wished nah. it was like a full length animation, but they never did it. This is kind of like the style of it is kind of like it's painted, like it's like a like a like an oil painting kind of yeah. thing. Um, and the, the Japanese one is black and white, and the Korean one is all about tech and stuff like that, basically. So it's very kind of, um, you know, um capitalized letters and all, all, all that kind of stuff but yeah overall overall is pretty good um so yeah i think um that's going to be more of a collector's kind of thing it's basically going to be like it's a shame it wasn't made like a year later and then we could have had the korean version of batman being stuck in a squid game that would be hilarious oh, that would have been, that would have been, that would have been hilarious. they should just do that man like you know they literally he has to go through it without any gadgets or anything like that that would be just that would be absolutely crazy so um last bit off um oh we um uh, guys we're going to cover something next week because the the book is coming out next week but um for some reason um star wars do not seem to let want to let this uh this sequel trilogy grow go right if i was them i'd just be like you know what guys just just forget it existed right and just let's not talk about it anymore yeah. and then people can watch it they like it and not but they seem to be persisting like crazy so there's this new book that is coming out like uh like next week or so um and it's um it's a prequel to um to you know uh, rise of skywalker right and it's basically about the the sith rising again and lando and and luke skywalker and uh, just why just, just leave maybe, it maybe just they started it, it when the films were coming out and they figured like well, you were paying this guy I might as well just let him finish it like, maybe yeah, it's yeah. just the case of that maybe maybe but yeah we'll, we'll review that next time what did you think of uh the peacemaker trailer and the poster <laughs> the, 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 yeah uh, that weird one <laughs> There was a new that, one where he's just saluting them, but with the wanted poster. But there, yeah. that one other one, he looked. It's just get, let's look, it's getting old. Let's just say John Cena's aging fast. Something. How old is he anyway? He's like he's got to be nearly fifty, right? He's got to be mid late forties, yeah, mid late forties, late forties. Some people just hit a corner and then suddenly it's a downhill. But you know, he's still you know, jacked. You know, so he'd be right. Do you know some uh, some people? I think um, there's this kind of thing. Like if you have uh like you know really like bouffant kind of hair it makes it makes you look long, younger for some reason people think <laughs> you look younger right and generally for most people that kind of works but i think for him it makes him look older like basically like what now he's got yeah. this like proper side parting and stuff when he had his crew cut he kind of seemed yeah. to look like his it was younger for me he's got a big ball patch in the back though which doesn't yeah. really help it but it's just the teaser, the little scene yes. with the calf, I loved it. And if that's, I love the fact that they did bring back the 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 team, the team, yeah. Uh, what's the faces? Amanda Waller's team, yeah. Yeah, I like that. So we've got the recognizable faces, and I love like love the humor. I love the fact that they're all ragging on him. They're all just taking a piss, and it shows that he's not a complete cycle. The fact that he can take a bit of ribbon, yeah. 
And yeah. he's got, what's this? Birdie. He's blue bird in the back of his car. It's like it's Eagle. Eagle. <laughs> it's Eagly, Eagly, Eagly. That was it. <laughs> was, oh, if you had a daughter, would she be daughtery? He's like, oh, yeah, lovely. So if that's yeah, but, the tone going forward, mm, oh, I can't wait. Forward. I think it's going to be like that and just like, you know, just him just like killing people and just, yeah. it's just going to be like, like, mate, what the hell did he just do here? <laughs> It'd be like, oh, I was protecting the peace, you know. It's just going to justify every kind of messed up action with, you know, with it his... He really uh... does feel like a character that should be in The Boys. It feels like he's out of place in DC's universe. Yeah, 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 that is true. That is true. Um, he, I mean, he's one of those characters that never really, like, people have been watching and saying, you know, wow, you know, you've got to have a Peacemaker series or anything mm. like that. But it is, it is interesting to know that, you know, they... Uh, um, that they kind of decided to push forwards with this man but um but one group that seems to be like i don't know this literally happened within the last three days image comics which um was was where's the millerverse is millerverse image or is it something else isn't i know he's worked with image but i think millerverse is his own independent thing i could be wrong i, think I believe it's his own thing yeah, because I can't remember because obviously there was that huge thing we're going to have a Millerverse on yeah. Netflix, wasn't it, right? So uh, obviously like all these companies are like desperate right now to kind of get just properties out, right? Um, and so three different properties from Image Comics have oh. are now getting adaptations, right? So we had uh, Jake Gyllenhaal's um, Profit. Profit, yep. Uh, from uh, God Country. Rob Linefield. Yeah, uh, God Country, uh, which is coming on Netflix, and Hardcore, which is on Universal. Um, so I don't know anything about these, so I had to go and read up about it today. So it's been a while. I remember um, vague. Like I wasn't reading. I was, I was in the first wave of the original wave of Image mm-hmm. when it started, but I was more about what, you know, Jim Lee and Mark Silverstreet and... Uh, you know, spawn all those what what was going on with those guys. Rob Linefield, never big fan. I checked out Young Blood a little bit and a few of the others, but Profit was a weird one. It was like what World War Two. Uh, so it's basically a rip off of Captain America, but she, yeah, yeah, and he has like a crazy belief in like a strong belief in God's put into it. That's why he sees himself like a prophet and. Yeah, How are they going to so, make that into a good So film? basically, he was meant to be. So this is a thing. This is a thing. Like uh, when I was doing the research, and it doesn't actually tell you in the in the news that, that they're saying about it. That um, so uh, basically the story of Prophet, like you said there anyway. He was like a super soldier, but they tried to make him like evil. Basically, yeah. they tried to make him do like loads of evil. But his the creator of the you know the thing that turned him into a super soldier had a change of heart and then put in a strong belief in in god in him basically mm. right um but then um they he still they still made him like commit atrocious acts in the in vietnam war and stuff like that um and then they put him in suspension kind of like captain america yeah. um and said they'll bring him back sometime in the future so in in the first prophet they bring him back and he's kind of just after the vietnam war and he's coming close you know coming to terms with him all the atrocities that he's done but in the one that came out in 2012 which is the one that still seems to be going at the moment everybody's raving about he's gone like 20,000 years into the future and the planet's like changed and there's all aliens all over the place and it's a completely what? different um 
set of circumstances. So Did you, not know you, what happened. Yeah, so that's the thing that I was reading. Like, and and basically in the um, people raving about it, saying like it's the best comic book ever, and Mars isn't better than wow. anything else. So the thing that interests me is, okay, is is it based on the first one, which is the Rob Liefeld one, which basically is mm. he comes just after the the Vietnam War, which is going to have a very different kind of PTSD winter soldiery, like you know I'm the winter soldier, I'm, how do I come to terms with it kind of feel, or a fantastical alien world where he's fighting these weird creatures and stuff like that. Gotta be that one. If that's in what's that one. really popular now, that must have been what's got people's attention for them to want to make it anyway. If that's yeah. been uh, popular, is makes sense just to jump to that. Maybe have a, like a little few scenes, maybe establishing that he woke up, that he's been awake in other time periods. Mm. But this is the yeah, because you could do more. You got more freedom. You could make it some Guardians of the Galaxy type madness. And this is this is starring Jake Gyllenhaal, who's a great actor. So he's basically yeah. gonna. Um, have you seen Jake? <laughs> this is a great as well. Have you seen Jake Gyllenhaal's new film on Netflix, where they basically like the gilly, Yeah. <laughs> okay, so so I was watching this film, right? And my wife, me and my wife, were sitting there, and you know we don't watch many films together, but she's like, we've seen this film. I was like, nah, what are you talking about? This film only came out like a couple of days ago. She's like, we've seen it. Yeah, you know it's it's the guy like the the woman the uh the woman basically kills the babies right i was like what are you talking about we've not seen this film this only came out two days ago right she's like no don't you remember the guy he was on the he's on the headset and he's talking to the woman and he thinks the husband did it but it's the wife and i was thinking what the hell then basically like after i watched it i was like let me just see what's going on so i went through like uh, Netflix and there's another film called The Guilty, which is a Danish yes. film, right? Yes, which is exact, literally, it is exactly a remake. It the is a same. remake. It is a remake. It's, yeah. it's the same storyline, the same scenes, everything happens in it. I totally forgot that I'd seen it, wow. right? But my wife totally remembered because you know she doesn't watch as many films and she just amazing memory, like just remembered it. It's so that cool that she remembered it. Did you? Go back to have a look at the Danish one. Is it as good as it? No, better? because when I when I saw saw the thing, the trailer, the Danish one there again, I was like, yeah, I remember this. It was exactly the same. Yeah. Uh, it's exactly the same. Like, there's no better or worse performance. Uh, the difference is is you can tell that's properly Danish because he's like wearing like uh, like a police uniform. Like they wear proper police uniforms mm. and stuff like that. But it is literally exactly the same it's kind of like it changed my rating of that film from a decent film to like the laziest thing ever because it's it's literally no different at all wow. it's completely the same um bizarre but anyway um jake Gyllenhaal <laughs> as as prophet do you think he would fit as that character and like as long as they don't design him to look like how he looks in the comments because that look i don't see how that would translate in live action so it's that's the thing so that's another thing that i was looking design. at yeah the, the, the one that is in the future is more like an aged jake gyllenhaal with like a oh. beard and okay. more okay. skinnier and slim and that kind of thing and the one uh the super soldier one is like some roided out juggernaut looking with guy weird, like, puffy things on his head like that don't make yeah. sense yeah <laughs> yeah so 
so I don't know. I'll be interested to know what what one they're going down. Um, the next one is called God Country. Did you ever see? Um, there used to be um, this program starring starring this guy from Hollyoaks. I can't remember. Was Ricky Whittle, and it's basically Ricky Whittle and Shane. Oh man, it was it was basically about these guys who are like uh, they're like gods on earth or whatever and they're basically oh. have like different powers what was Amazon. it called I can't... yeah what was it called i can't remember oh it was another gaming book yeah oh, my... oh, american gods good. american gods right yeah. okay so this is from the same kind of series a spin-off from that right it's oh. a spin-off from american gods the um this uh this series what was it called uh god country so basically what it is is you've got this guy and this guy is like a um he's like a wife beater and stuff and he's got like real like he's like a total loser he's basically mm. got like uh, aggression problems he's got problems with his uh with his family he's got problems with his job all that kind of stuff but then basically this kind of tornado just goes and starts ripping up his town right and destroys his entire town and for some reason when this tornado comes it gives him like this kind of epiphany that basically like everything feels calm his whole life kind of is better. His mm. aggression has gone away, all that kind of stuff. And he, his whole town gets destroyed, but he is left in the middle with this sword. And basically, whenever he gets close to this sword, he suddenly is like calm and, you know, his life is, you know, he's just so much better person. But then he realizes that this sword is the only, if you are the bearer of this sword, you have to go and fight the monsters that keep coming in from this tornado so around the u.s like this tornado just keeps coming in and dropping these monsters and he basically has to go and fight them each time so it's kind of like he could either keep being a wife beater loser you know you know piece of crap or he can hold the sword but then he's got to fight these other monsters right these other other it's interesting to know if they keep you know the wife beater stuff in there because some people are gonna have a problem with you know making turning that guy into a hero. So mm, let's see where that goes. They're probably just gonna have him being a piece of shit to his family. Yeah, probably. that's alcoholic. probably was. Uh, yeah, a piece of crap. Yeah. Like you know, not giving a shit about anybody. Like you know, being a loser at his job, and then yeah. and then that's it. But that out of all the three ones that I saw there, this really did interest me the most. But then when I saw it was kind of uh, American Gods linked. I was thinking, okay, they're going to now make me watch that. Am I going to have to go and watch that <laughs> for this to make sense? It does sound... this is on Netflix and that's on yeah, Amazon. So they shouldn't really be connected in any way if they're, you know, a different place making it. Um, so then I the never third watched American one, Gods. It was, I liked it. I really liked it. I never, I never, I kind of, I think I saw it like in passing and I just thought, okay, do I watch this or not? But it just seemed like sometimes when I see the episodes and I see like 50 minute to an hour long episode i think i really want to involve myself in this series or whatever um so the final one from uh from image is uh is an adaptation of uh, a comic book called hardcore which i had to read about there as well so yeah. now my my google says hardcore on it basically <laughs> um so so, so, uh, so yeah so i basically went and looked at this um 
at this thing. So this is this is an interesting concept. Um, basically, what it is is that the government create this um, uh, create this kind of thing that what you can do is you can go as a soldier and you know they have drones and now they don't use planes and stuff to bomb place and things like that what they can now do is that you can go into this kind of uh, chamber and in the chamber you're basically like a drone pilot but you can go into anybody else's body throughout the entire world and control their body they're like a drone basically you can control them now so you could go and walk into some president's place be their main bodyguard or their wife or their kid and pick up a gun and like shoot them and then all they know is their kid killed the president or whatever Mm. i mean right so um so the premise of this is basically this dude who is a pilot and has done loads and loads of these missions gets sent on one mission and um basically when he tries to kind of you know radio back to base um they're not responding and there's been an attack on the on the base Ah, where this is happening so now he's in this random body he doesn't know what the job is that he's meant to do he doesn't know why he's meant to do it all that kind of stuff um and the question is can he now get out of this it's kind of like being in the matrix like if you get killed there you're gonna get killed there as well um so this i thought was an interesting you know an interesting kind of uh, concept um because i think especially the fact it comes at the right time as well because as soon as the matrix comes out again everybody's going to have this thing about you know going into different bodies and all that kind of technology and all that yeah oh yeah i actually like that concept i'm like universal though what's the track record not great Universal is what? Well, they've only got Fast and Furious. Fast and Furious, yeah. That's literally, uh, they've got Fast and Furious and... um, Transformers is as well? Transformers is Paramount. I think Universal is um, Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible and uh, Fast and Furious is the two things that they've got, basically. That's it. Nothing else. So they're they're obviously looking for something else. And I think this this is a very interesting concept because this kind of reminds me of of stuff that comes off as like a one shot, like edge yeah, of tomorrow. Yeah. But then has a concept that they could keep expanding. So um, yeah, man, I, I, I kind of look at this and I think why the hell about, I, I love DC, man, you know, I love DC, but I kind of just look at it. I think, why have I been reading DC my whole life? When it's like stories oh, like this, like these kind of things. It's crazy. Once image decided that, you know, screw us trying to make this one massive universe thing that everybody else is doing. That's just, just, give people money to tell their little stories that's when they kind of really have mm. on the strength to strength and that's what they're known for now because that's they, what i'm thinking now when i when i finish these collections like i'm going to start collecting all this kind of other stuff and just yeah. you know seeing what you know see what this stuff is like that it just just sounds interesting man so yeah um yeah so so guys definitely uh we'll be checking out those um and that kind of brings us to you know the end of the class basically right um but guys next week there's is gonna be a bumper bumper week right uh we got venom which ed's has already seen and kindly hasn't said anything about it i'm I'm not gonna say that Um, wait till you've seen it but we will we're all gonna go see it next week so we'll give our review and we may just give our review on that on that day there as well uh also dc fandom dc fandom coming out next week there as well now uh dc fandom is uh is coming out on the 16th as well i think is it 16th is it 16th mm. or is it 18th um 
yeah, so we'll be we'll be reviewing that there as well. There's gonna gonna be a uh, a Batman trailer, and there's gonna be uh, Black Adam, has and, to be Black Adam, yeah, and some Flash stuff, and some Young Justice, and you know all that kind of stuff there, basically basically coming out. Um, there's been um, there's been some stuff that has been leaked uh, kind of online about um, about a trailer for um, Book of Boba Fett there as well, like the same guy who kind of knows all the stuff about the justice league trailer and the rise of skywalker and infinity war and all that kind of stuff he describes some stuff there from that so i should be grateful about hearing the news about these little things especially for a little pod but part of me just hates these motherfuckers that do this so much there's another trailer of spider-man that's being leaked out it's like what is you ruining it i don't even i don't even read them I just kind of read the fact that somebody has leaked yeah. whatever. And then I just wait for the actual trailer to come through because the thing is they know that once that has come, it's only a few weeks or so until the actual trailer will we're come, will the come there anyway. We're at the point that even when in studios, people should just give up their phone at the door. I shouldn't even be allowed to walk in with it. 100%, 100%. It's kind of got to that, got to that kind of level. Um, so I know uh, a couple of people were um were asking on the on on the forum about um us reviewing the resident evil trailer but um you, if you want to do that you guys need to go to talking at the movies because it's not comic well it has been a comic book or resident <laughs> evil but it's only after the game so guys if you want to check that then uh then eds will go through how to see that there in a moment if you guys want to um uh, want to give us any uh, messages you can email us on dcvsmarvelpod at gmail.com you can find dc versus marvel podcast on any platforms there as well um because now uh of the algorithms we're actually coming above the other one so that that's fine. Uh, so that so that's fine so um i think it's just like the latest you know like the latest yeah, thing the that comes that kind of puts you above so um so you can do that there as well and there send us also... some image comic re- recommendations for isolated stories that those come by and i want to check out too let us know yeah yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I know I keep talking about the um, the, the forum there that I, you know, keep uh, saying things about, but um, basically that is, unfortunately, that is a private forum that uh, yeah. because there's certain certain people who don't want their want their uh, identities because they're like you know quite high up in the medical field and stuff. I don't, I don't know, but it's just you know whatever it is what it is um but um um, but guys you can still send us stuff there through the uh through the email and things like that um if you want to have a broader take off movies uh games um you know tv shows stuff like that then check out uh ed's other pod there as well check out talking at the movies on all podcasting platforms with me and uh mo and that's pretty much every every week as well so Give me a look see if you're not already sick of hearing my voice yeah well that's that's the thing we uh you know obviously we're starting again so we hope that some of you guys will go to go to talking at the movies but we're also thankful for the people who seem to be coming the other way there at the moment uh until until we re-establish ourselves so um yeah guys we'll be back again uh in a week and we may have a uh early marvel and uh, dc fandom review there for you guys uh until then uh yeah we'll see you again next time see ya